So did you hear about uh, John Wick 5? What? <laughs> yeah. They just confirmed that Keanu Reeves signed on for John Wick 5 and that they're going to film John Wick 4 and 5 back to back. Welcome to Geekology 101. My name is Joshua. And I'm Diego. So today we're doing finally another Ramblings. It's been a while, man. What's been on your mind? I'm excited for Avengers to try out that Avengers game. Yeah. Yeah. So we messed up. <laughs> yeah. We thought that when the beta was released for download, like when we got the code from our pre-purchase, or what is it? Um, our thing. Yeah, from pre-purchasing it, I thought that it we thought that it was going to be accessible immediately, and it turns out that they have three windows to play it. So we're going to have to wait until those windows to, to be able to check it out. Yeah, which, you know, kind of, sort of sucks. I guess. But I'm going to be honest, man. After watching this, the uh, the gameplay trailers and all that, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I have my worries about this game. Well, I mean, just because it's not, like, not as open world and you can't play, like, the same mission as one Avenger, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that it has to be bad. No, no, it doesn't mean it has to be bad. What I'm worried about, though, is that in in order to make the speed of the game make sense for each one of the Avengers, I'm worried that they have to either slow down some Avengers or speed up some Avengers. And like, for example, the scene where like where Tony Stark, where Iron Man is flying through the Ga- Golden Gate Bridge. I'm sorry, but that's very slow flying. It is? For, uh, yeah. For Iron Man? I mean, in Iron Man 1, for example, I know oh, yeah. this is different. It's not tied to the MCU, but in Iron Man 1, we saw him break the sound barrier. Also, in one of his suits, he can reach past Mach 10. How'd you hear that? Um, In a animated evolution of Iron Man. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. So, like, he, he goes so fast in that suit. He was probably doing, That the like, speed that he was flying at in, in the game, mm-hmm. it, it felt like he was kind of just chilling, just cruising. He was probably doing, like, five yards in, like, three seconds. Yeah, I don't know, but it just felt slow. Like, for Iron Man, it felt slow. I understand Hulk, like, Hulk running. I get that he would move kind of, like, at that pace. I understand Black Widow because she doesn't have any super speed or anything like that. But when you start getting into, like, Thor flying, Iron Man flying, and them going at that speed. I know Captain America can run very fast because he has enhanced abilities. But he, even him, I would I would justify running, like, at that pace that I saw uh, Iron Man moving. But when it comes to Iron Man, it just doesn't make sense, bro. Iron Man would fly through that bridge and get through it, like, in three seconds and or, shoot everybody in the process. Or he would just, like, you know, from... Um in Infinity War, he would, like, equip his extra booster thing. Yeah, that's like, right. Like, that formed on his feet and just, like, boost all the way through. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So, like, Iron Man 2, we watched that recently. Oh, yeah, we, we rewatched did. it recently. And you saw there, like, you saw him fighting the drones, for example. You saw how fast he was going through all those structures and the Stark Expo and all that. Again, it just felt very slow. And so, like, my worry is that, like, there's, and I understand there are some characters, some comic book characters that are very, very difficult to translate into uh, into a video game. Like, for example, Flash. Yeah. How do you make a game about Flash 
without making it seem like you're not making him run to what you know Flash, how you, how fast you know Flash can run. Because really? think about it. Like, this dude, he's, I don't know, he's he goes around the world several times in, like, just a couple of minutes. He probably can, like, run around the world in, like, three minutes. Exactly. So, like, imagine that, but then in the game, you have to slow down the game enough for the player to be able to control it, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, like, making a Batman game is one thing. Batman moves at a human speed. He moves fast, but it's still a human speed. Yeah, like, uh, you can make a Batman game. Batman Arkham. Right, yeah, there you go. But you try to translate that into the Flash, into that character, and that becomes a very, very difficult thing to do. Like, how do you show him being Flash, running at the speeds that we know Flash runs at, while still being slow enough to for you as a gamer to control it? And you could say, for example, like, okay, maybe what you do is that you make it all be, like, bullet time, you know? some Similar to, like, how Quicksilver, that Quicksilver scene in X-Men Days of Future Past. Mm-hmm. All right, that would be cool one time, two times, three times, but... How many times can you do that same thing and maybe, make you like basically everything run in slow motion around you? Maybe you could to make, denote the speed. Maybe you can make like a flash game where um, where you can still run. Yeah. But um, the only way to run like super super fast, like Mach like six or something, uh-huh. is if you like click on a certain enemy or something, mm-hmm. and not teleport to the enemy, but like run super fast, and like punch them like boom. While running. I don't know. I guess. And then what happens if you're fighting another speedster in a Flash game? I guess it <laughs> How could be... How do you be, show that? I guess it maybe it could be like... The whole world going by quick, very slowly and them two moving at normal speed, maybe? Or maybe somehow like in the Dishonored. I think it all has to do, in the end, with what's happening in the background. If you can make what's happening in the background seem like it would be what Flash would be seeing from his perspective, mm-hmm. then I think maybe you can pull off how, him moving at normal speeds. I think. I don't know. Same thing with Superman. <clears throat> you know, because Superman is... <clears throat> sure, Superman's main thing is in super speed, but there he is, like, racing Flash around the world, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and And so, clearly... He is one of the fastest characters out there. When you you put him in the context of a game, you either have to leave that part out, really, or how do you show those scenes where he's using his super speed? He's bound to use it. I mean, he can fly around the globe where, you know, super quick, too. So, I don't know. It's just... It, Again, going back to the original point, like in the in Avengers, it just... When I saw Iron Man flying at that speed, I was like, okay, this is not... This isn't that Iron Man experience that I would like. Mm. You know? I feel like there would be more excitement for Iron Man. But because the rest of the Avengers are there, you got to slow it down a little bit because you can't leave them behind. Like, that sort of thing. So, I don't know. But I guess we'll find that when we play the demo. And I, I really hope that it doesn't um, disappoint. And they also, because it is a beta, they have the opportunity to change stuff still. You know? Mm-hmm. So... I'm sure that that's part of the reason why they're releasing it and why they're making a big deal about it. They want to see how people react to this kind of stuff. So we'll just wait and see. I'm all, I was also thinking about how um, at the end of Arkham Knight, yeah. the Batman game, um, uh, supposedly mm-hmm. Batman dies. Right. 
Um, and I was wondering how that can compare with the fact that um, I think that Arkham Knight is you can like still play after the game ends. So, uh, well, <clears throat> um, like after the main story, at least. I forget, because I know that, I, I don't know if once you do that, if you activate uh, Nightfall Protocol, which is what kills him, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if in that scenario you're able to keep playing, because there's like uh, several scenarios that you could end the game in. Really? Yeah. Like different endings? Yeah. And if I'm if I remember correctly, not all of them lead to Nightfall Protocol. So you can, like, end the main story of the game without um, doing Nightfall Protocol? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I think that there's a there's a version of that game. Um, I mean, it's been a few years since I played it, but I'm pretty sure there's a version of that, of that ending years. where you're able to, like, you're able to stop the overall big plot, but there's something bad that still happens. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of, kind of, kind of, like, you got to kind of, like, live with that. Mm. with that part of the failure. But at least you saved the city from the main threat. That's something along those lines. Mm. So, which is kind of cool. Also, I realized that the ending of the game mm-hmm. is in, well, like a part of the ending of the game Yeah, is in first person. Is it? Yeah, you play as Joker with this, like, energy shotgun weapon or something. Mm, I remember that. I think, and it's yeah. like first person. You have to blow up all these Batman statues. Yeah, yeah. I like it when they get into the whole like uh, scarecrow toxin scenes. Mm. They get all crazy and trippy, and it's like you know the world gets all wonky and stuff. It's so yeah, cool. Yeah, I I I fought Scarecrow two times now in mm-hmm. Arkham uh, Asylum. Yeah, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. Like how you just have to hide behind the walls and stuff, and how oh, because his eyes are like spotlights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have to, and like when you get to the end of the boss fight, yeah, you like point the light into Scarecrow. Yeah, and yeah. then like that's how that specific boss fight ends. Yeah, that's really cool. I remember that. Yeah. That's when he has like his hands are kind of like Freddy Krueger, but with the syringes, right? Yeah, he has like sharp syringe hands. Yeah. That was really cool. I love the design of Scarecrow in that mo- in that uh, in that game. Yeah, it's kind of weird though. Why? Because I feel like Scarecrow. I feel like I can't really see him as a normal person. He looks like oh, like under the mask, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I because he's a human being. Yeah, yeah. He is a regular human being. He is very regular, actually. Like he's just kind of a normal dude. And when you take off the mask, he just like he stops being intimidating completely. Yeah. He's not he's not like one of these villains that like naturally he's villainous and he you know you would see him and be like oh yeah it's definitely a bad guy. Like Joker for example. Right or Two-Face yeah. or you know like uh, even uh like Black Mask out of the mask, you know? He's still going to seem menacing. Black Mask? But this dude is not like that. Scarecrow is not like that at all. I don't I I don't think I've ever I don't think I know who Black Mask is like under the mask. I think I've seen him very few times under the mask. Well, he's just a dude. Like, he's just human. He's like a mobster. Yeah, exactly. But at least he he has the the demeanor and he talks like a bad guy. You know, he looks and feels like a bad guy, but Scarecrow's a little bit different. 
Yeah. Scarecrow just kind of looked like a scrawny little dude, you know? Scarecrow also looks really cool in Arkham Knight. Yeah, I think oh so. man, yeah, with the gas mask thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the gas mask looks like connected to his face. Heck yeah, he, he looks, looks awesome. more like a human being. Right. Because in Arkham City, mm-hmm. I mean in Asylum, mm-hmm. he looked kind of like he looked really skinny, like he hasn't eaten in like a week. Right. And he looks kind of, you know, weird. Yeah. yeah. And, but in in Arkham Knight, he's like he got like full like leather. Uh, Trench coat. Uh, yeah, that's right. That trench coat actually adds a lot of character to him. I, I really like that. Like a hood, gas mask. Uh huh. I like him with the hood better than the hat too. Mm. Looks really cool with that hood on. Mm-hmm. He looks like more menacing, scarier, more more out of a nightmare. And I like how um, he like injects you with the toxin into your neck and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it is pretty cool. So you said that your favorite out of the Arkham games was City. Yes. Yeah. That is my favorite. Um, Because it felt like the most free one. And, I mean, Arkham Knight is great. And it's kind of like a... uh, It's like... Basically, it's like Arkham City, but taking it up a few few notches. Mm. Um, I felt like... Even though it was a lot of fun to operate that Batmobile in Arkham Knight, Mm -hmm. I felt like it was too exaggerated. Mm. Like the transforming capability of the thing, it was just, you know, when it went into tank mode and stuff like that. I don't know. It just didn't feel. Mind you, tank. Yeah, pretty much. It's like you could drive it as a regular car, or you can go into tank mode and then tank mode. You're 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 um, uh, slower, mm-hmm. but your firepower is massive. How come Batman doesn't use guns? He doesn't kill. I Occasionally. Mean, he does in that game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, how come he doesn't kill mm-hmm. in the normal continuity? Right. But in, like, Zack's... But hold but, on, though. Hold on. No, 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 hold on. What regular continuity? The regular comics. Like, in the new newer Rebirth comics. I, I can't attest to Batman not killing in the comics. Really? Yeah. I I can't say that that's... 100% accurate, because... Really? Okay, um, hold on, let me think. I'm trying to think back through the comics. No, okay, you're right. You're right, because that does come from the comics, actually. Because in the comics, I remember, like, when Damian Wayne entered his life, for example, in the New 52, um... That was a big deal. Like, Damien was trained by the League of Assassins, so he was willing to kill any bad guy, and Batman had to hold him back and control him. He's the one who literally took out that Shook's eye. Right, right. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It does come from the comics. The idea, the, this obsession with Batman not killing. Definitely not in the Golden Age, though. Batman killed as much as he wanted in the Golden Age. with like, guns and stuff. Did he? Yeah. He had, like, assault rifles, pistols. There was even a toy of his gun that he always used. Really? Yeah. I never followed Batman during that time, so I don't know. Yeah, but, like, he definitely does kill because, like, even though he doesn't use guns and stuff, mm-hmm. he'll be free to use cannons on his Batmobile. He'll be free to use machine guns on his Batmobile. Right. It's Zack Snyder films, especially. 
Yeah. I mean, the truth is this. Like, if you've got a whole, a small army of dudes who are all willing to kill innocent civilians and you have the ability to stop those people from killing the civilians, especially if they're going to kill them in mass with some kind of bomb or something like that. I mean, at that point, if you're a vigilante, wouldn't you kind of go into the same mode that a cop would go into? Because a cop will, at least cops are supposed to hold back, you know, until it is absolutely necessary, until their lives are being put in, in danger, you know, until they're being threatened with death themselves. They're supposed to hold back. So, you know, once they get to a very, to a high extreme where now they're in danger or somebody's or like, pulling, pulling a gun on them, you know? Or, like, if, if a criminal's, like, threatened to kill a civilian or something. Right, right, right. Yeah, that sort of thing. But you see, like, how the cops have, like, procedures and if there's somebody who's holding hostages, they try to negotiate with the hostage, like, that sort of thing, right? Mm -hmm. At least I'm not law enforcement. I've never been law enforcement, nor do I have many people in my life who are in law enforcement. So I'm... I understand that I'm basing my opinion based off of movies and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, but that's what I what I understand to be the general rule. That cops will hold back until absolutely necessary before using lethal force. Or they're supposed to. If you're a vigilante, you have the ability to stop these criminals somehow... And most importantly, you don't have superhuman abilities. Because mm -hmm. one thing if you're Superman, Superman or Flash could probably disarm regular criminals. Mm -hmm. They could disarm them in seconds. Like literally. Just with super speed. He like can, He can just like run around like time is like stopping in front of him. Right. He can just grab the guns. Yeah. Like toss them in the water or something. Mm -hmm. Or like get the bomb, throw that into the water. Right. Yeah, so, you know, if you're somebody who has superpowers, I think you have even more of an ability to stop somebody without killing them, without using extreme violence. But Batman doesn't have super abilities. Batman only has technology to count on in his, you know, advanced training and his intelligence. So, but as soon as he's dealing, like, going back to the games, you know, like, if you're dealing with an entire army of people, of criminals, which is what we were seeing in Arkham Knight. You know, there's literally an army of, like, mercenaries, of killers who are taking over Gotham City um, and threatening the safety and the lives of everybody there. What other option do you really have if you're the only dude who's there protecting Gotham? Like, yeah, you're going to build a tank. You know, you're going to use that prototype tank that you have been working on. Mm -hmm. And you're going to start shooting dudes because it's either, like, them or the innocent people of Gotham. Mm -hmm. So... I You know, the whole thing of Batman not killing, honestly, the more extreme the scenarios get, the crazier it seems to me. And the more nonsensical it seems to me that Batman would keep on putting criminals into Arkham Asylum instead of taking them out. Like, I got to agree with Red Hood at a certain point. You just, you got to, I mean, if you know that this is a lunatic who's going to be escaping out of Arkham Asylum in three weeks, dude... I don't know, man. I don't know that I would hold back as much as Batman holds back. I mean, we saw a tiny bit of Batman not holding back mm -hmm. in um, in Batman Hush when Joker killed Tommy oh, Elliot. Yeah. Right. He just, like, brutalized the guy. Yeah. He, like, absolutely destroyed him. Yeah. He did. 
to the point where, to the point where, um, what's his name, Officer Gordon, mm-hmm. he had to, he had to like point his gun at Batman. Right, right. And he had to say, like, I need you to stop. Yeah. And, like, here's the thing. The cops, they're supposed to abide by the law. Mm-hmm. So they can't take the law into their own hands and execute somebody, you know, on the spot. Mm-hmm. So the cops are forced to continue to throw these people, these criminals, these super criminals, in mm-hmm. prison. Mm-hmm. And hope that they stay there. <laughs> You yeah, know? which, you know... Which they never do. Yeah, like Joker. Yeah. Obviously, you can't keep that guy from getting out of prison. Right. But Batman... Batman isn't operating by the law. Mm-hmm. Because the very fact of him being a vigilante already means that he's operating outside the law. Also, pretty much, like, cops just, like... They don't even care, honestly, by this point. They just let Batman do his thing, so... Not of. in Gotham City, yeah. Man, Gotham City's a horrible place to live in. I know, right? It really, really is. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Hey, guys, if you love the show and you want to help support it, you can now do so by becoming a patron of Geekology 101. Head over to patreon.com slash G101, and you can help support us monthly. Joshua and I are committed to continuing to grow the show and to expand it and evolve it, and we would love your support along the way. So again, head over to patreon.com slash G101 and help us take Ecology 101 to the next level. Thanks, peeps. Hey, Daddy. Yeah, man. We're actually really close to reaching episode 100. Yes, we are. But you had a great idea the other day. Yeah. Which was, since we're Ecology 101... Instead of celebrating episode 100... We should celebrate episode 101. And I think that's a brilliant idea, coming from a very brilliant young man. And also, we should, like, do every 101 episodes. Yeah. Like, 100, like, 202, 303. I agree. Because we're going to be around forever. Yeah. And ever. Yeah. And ever. Yeah. Like the king from Hamilton said. Yeah. And ever. And And ever. ever. Never and ever and ever. You'll be back. All right. Back um, again. Yes. Speaking of which, Hamilton, we were, we watched it again. Yeah. And because we wanted to show it to some people who hadn't seen it yet, and man, Hamilton's so good. Have you guys out there watched Hamilton? Hamilton's incredible, man. Joshua. Yeah. You have a weird relationship with Hamilton. Do you like Hamilton? Do you not like Hamilton? What's I mean, going on? I know the lyrics. Some of them. Yeah, exactly. For a guy who doesn't, like, who every time that we put it on says, like, do you have to watch Hamilton again? You know a lot of lyrics of Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Uh, my cousin, Sancia. Yeah. She loves Hamilton. Really? Yeah. Isn't she, like, two? Yeah. Uh, break this down for me. Does she even talk? Uh, she says, like, Joshua. She calls you Joshua? Yeah. That's your name from now on, Joshua. <laughs> and... Ecology 101 with Diego and Joshua. Um, and she... I watched Hamilton with her, and she kept on getting my, my on my back, so I, like, flipped her over. <laughs> you flipped her over? Yeah. Like, you body slammed her? Uh, it was a soft body slam. Yo. <laughs> hey, perfect transition. Speaking of body slam, so... Um, we're going to celebrate episode 101, 
by letting you guys know about some really special stuff that we have coming up. How does it have to do with body slam? I'm getting there. Um, <laughs> uh, so we're going to make a, a several announcements, a couple of announcements during that episode. Uh, so please make sure you tune in to episode 101. This is episode 98. So we've got three more to go before we celebrate our 101 episode. Um, but one of the things that we can tell you is that after episode 101, we're going to begin our new series. We haven't had a series in a while. Yeah. Our last series was Kawabanga. Yeah. That one was a lot of fun. Actually, that's, uh, that series, the episodes from that series have gotten a lot of listens within our library of episodes. Mm-hmm. And I'm really looking forward to this next series. And this next series is going to be all related to wrestling. R- wait, what? Wrestling. <laughs> wait, is are we going to specifically be talking about WWE or just no. wrestling? Nah, man. We're going to be talking about wrestling in general. Wrestling as a, an entertainment powerhouse, which it is. Thank you, um, yeah, so what we want to do is give it a spin, basically, where we talk, we focus in every episode of the series on different aspects about wrestling. So things like, what is a gimmick within the world of wrestling? What is kayfabe? Um, kayfabe, You know, special events, uh, you know, the, the top promotions, all that. You don't know what kayfabe is? No. What? What is kayfabe? Guess you're going to have to wait until the wrestling series. No, I'll just look it up. No, don't. Okay, yeah, you can look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I forget that you're a child of this generation and that you have interwebs. So, uh, yeah, uh, an entire series all focused on wrestling. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. If you like wrestling, you're going to love that series because it's going to be, you know, just chatting about stuff that you're going to already be informed about. If you don't like that, if you don't like wrestling or you don't, haven't watched wrestling ever in your life, this is a good chance to kind of like get to know what this whole world is about and why so many of us still enjoy it, even though it's a scripted form of entertainment. And if you don't want to learn about wrestling, then you can feel free to listen to one of our other series. Yes, please do. I recommend the Brains series. Not only because I did that one mainly by myself. Brains. Brains. (laughs) But yeah, this is going to be our next series and I'm pretty excited about it. And we're going to bring, just like we did with Cowabunga, where we brought Lewis and we brought Edgar, um, we're going to bring along a few guests for this one. Edgar's going to be back for that one because he's a wrestling fanatic as well. And we're going to be bringing along other guests to speak about, to talk along with us about different aspects of wrestling. And um, I'm just really excited about that one. I've been, I've watched wrestling since I was a kid. I haven't watched it nonstop. There's been several seasons in my life where I stopped watching and then I kind of get back into it. But there's so much going on in the world of wrestling that um, it's definitely worth talking about it. Has W have uh, <laughs> <laughs> what has has Royal Rumble mm-hmm. 2020 already happened? Yeah, that happens in the first like quarter of the year. Really? Yeah, man. I want to watch it. That happened right before the pandemic, actually. I want to watch it. You want to watch it? Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. Fine, we'll watch it. Mm. What's up? What's up? What? What's up? What are you celebrating over there? What? (laughs) What? You just like, because you forced me to watch the thing? Yeah. Or are you so whack? Oh, what's up? What's up? Chill out, man. (laughs) Uh, Destroy all humans. That's also been on my mind. Really? Yeah. What's destroy all humans? It's a, actually a remake. Mobile game? Yeah. No, it's actually, it's a PS4 game. game. Yeah. Okay. And it is a remake of an of an old game, okay. uh, to, uh, released in two thousand five, I think, all right. called Destroy All Humans. Mm-hmm. And 
Um, it's basically where you play as an alien, and you have different weapons, and you have, like, a spaceship even. Okay. And basically, you have to destroy all humans. Wow, I, man, really? That's what you're supposed wow. I, I wouldn't have guessed that. That's, what a reveal. You should have said spoiler alert. <laughs> hey, this guy. Um, so what else? What else has been on our minds, uh, recently? Um, I've been kind of on a lull when it comes to watching stuff. I started watching the last, the last dance. The last of us. No, man, the last dance. Mm. Speaking of the last of us, you finished it again. Yeah. This maniac. It's a great game. Well, you gotta stop playing games over, over and over again so you can actually finish a couple of others and then you can get the last of us two, for example. Yeah. This guy, man, just oh. starts cycling oh. through games over oh. and over again. What's Which that? is the other one? Ratchet and Clank. Have you finished Ratchet that one again? Again? Yeah. Uh, I actually have not. Oh, God. <laughs> There's um, just one boss. This one boss? Mm-hmm. Mrs. Zircon. Who's that? A um, mother of... Pearl? God. Mother of God. No. A mother of these zircon, dragons of these zircon babies. Oh, okay. Of these zircon babies, and they yes. like attack you, and you have to defeat her mm-hmm. so that you can get to uh, Drek or something. Okay, that sounds very exciting. Not really. What's up? What's up? Chill out, What's man. <laughs> hey, Fortnite has cars now. Yeah, you know, like minor detail. Yeah. How do you feel about the cars? It's pretty cool. They do run out pretty quickly. Of gas? Yeah. Yeah, they do run out of gas. But well, you quick. can find like gas canisters everywhere. Yeah. Can, like, I, they honestly there. they don't move as quickly as I hoped they would move. Like they're not like the buggies that move super fast and you can like speed them up and stuff. You can only speed up the race not the race cars but the sports cars. You can like boost. Yeah, boost them. Right there you go. So I honestly I think I've probably ridden in cars like twice, maybe three times since they launched this week. Mm. Um, not really a huge, huge deal or change in my opinion, but, um, but pretty cool. It's a pretty cool addition. I love that now you got boats, you got helicopters, you got, uh, these things. You also have a crash test dummy skin. We do. And the most disturbing part about that skin was the, uh, pickaxe that was released with it. Called Noggin. And it is basically the The head. The spine with the head with the spine. It's basically, it's like if Predator attacked a crash test dummy and then took his head and spine as a trophy? Yeah. Like it's in the, basically like that. in Predator Hunting Grounds. Yeah. It's it's basically that. Yeah, it's it's um not disturbing at all. Yeah. Hey, when are you gonna watch Aliens with me? Uh how about never? Maybe when I'm how? like sixteen. Or Six, fi- fourteen. 16, really? Fourteen. 15, you know, most 14. kids are like, oh my god, yeah, I want to watch a rated R scary movie of aliens. But you're there, they're like, no, I don't want to when I'm 16. <laughs> Why? I said when I'm 14. 14? 10. When you're 10? Yeah. Ugh. Whatever. <laughs> I guess. I watched Alien vs. Predator with you. You did, yes, that's right. But you need to watch Alien and Aliens. <laughs> They're dope. They're just classics, man. They're, I mean, it started entire genres. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful uh, thing. Okay. <sighs> Wait, how did we first know that Alien and Predator were co- connected in the same universe? Because of Predator 2. How, what was... 
at the end, after Danny Glover defeats the uh, Predator mm-hmm. that he was fighting the whole time, the whole movie, he goes into what he doesn't know is a Predator spaceship. Mm-hmm. And he walks up to this this thing that looks like a shrine, like some kind of altar type thing. Like no, 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 no. It looks more like a collection. Like you know how people hunters have the heads of the animals they killed mm-hmm. on their wall. It's like that, but it was a whole bunch of skulls of a whole bunch of different species, and it had like species from different kind of uh, creatures, skulls rather from different kind of species, and it had something that looked like a T Rex head, mm. and then there was a xenomorph skull. Oh. Like the the fully black, like just head. No, 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 a skull, like oh. bones. Oh, really? Yeah, that was the most incredible thing. Like, I, re- I remember. What bones look like. Well, it has like the shape, you know, like the sausage, <laughs> the hot dog <laughs> shape of, of a xenomorph's head. But I, I listen. I actually remember. I actually remember when I saw this movie for the first time. Because by then, yeah, because by then I had already seen Alien and Aliens, and then I'm watching Predator Two. And I find and I and I come across this scene. I was watching it on VHS, and I remember like I I hit pause and then I rewinded, because I was like, whoa, 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 what what did I just see? And I felt like I was discovering a hidden treasure, because mm. back then there was no such thing as like crossovers, you know. Mm-hmm. So when I saw this, I'm like, oh my god, there, there, there's nothing else that that could possibly be. That is an alien skull. This means that this thing exists in the same world. And I was like, I felt like I was the only nerd who found this out and I was like alone in life. How did you feel? I was when so you sad. Wa- How did you feel when you saw the trailer or when you discovered that they were making Alien vs. Predator? I was legitimately flipping out, man. Like, really? I was, yeah, I was so happy for that movie and the trailer when I saw it. I was like, oh my God. And I enjoyed the movie too. Like I loved watching that movie and seeing seeing that thing finally happen. It happened before in the comics and in, and in like a couple of video games. But when the movie came out, man, ah, I was so ecstatic. And I know a lot of people didn't like that movie, though. I like it. I loved it, too. I the do, Predators I, are kind of bulky. They are a little too exaggerated. And the movie, I feel like it needed to be R-rated. And it needed to be a little bit darker in the tone. Because Dark. both the Predator, the two Predator movies that came before it, and the, I don't know how many Alien movies that come out at that point. Four or five? The Alien movies were were a much darker tone. Like Aliens 1, Alien, Aliens, and Aliens 3. Mm-hmm. Those movies were dark, man. Like, they were not campy whatsoever. They weren't lighthearted whatsoever. And Alien vs. Predator, I know it did have a lot more lightness to it than both the Alien and the Predator franchises separate. So I wish that they would have been a little bit, just a little bit darker, higher stakes, you know, just... I don't know. I feel like that's where it was lacking. Do the... um. Do the movie ratings go from PG to PG-13 and then um, rated R and then to unrated? Uh, it goes G. G is the first rating, which is like general audience. Mm-hmm. PG, which is uh, parental guidance suggested. Then PG-13, parental guidance suggestions for people under 13 years of age. Mm-hmm. Then R, which is restricted. Uh, then comes, I think, NC. No... Uh, no I forget. Children? No, no, that's not. I don't think that's what it stands for. It stands for something else. I forget, but it's something else, and that's like NC seventeen. I think it is something like that, which is like you know, like really, like you know, this is not for kids, sort of thing. Mm. Um, 
And then there's unrated, I guess. But I don't know what unrated movies have been released in recent times. But yeah, those are the ratings, more or less. Isn't there, like, also rating M? That's on TV. Mature? Oh. That's on TV. And actually, the rating M for Mature, that's a video game thing. Oh. There's also yeah. TV 14. And there's E and for like everyone. TV, G, like, I don't know. There's a lot of ratings. Yeah, for TV, the ratings are different. Like, they use different letters and whatever. TV 14. Yeah. How would you rate this podcast? I would rate it five. What? I would rate this podcast five. What do you... Oh, wait, out of ten? Ma- no, no. What? What? We're talking about the ratings for movies and show and TV and stuff. What are you talking about five? Dude. Uh, like, would you rate it PG-13? Would you rate... Oh, would I rate this podcast? Did did I... Was, was there a different boy sitting there having the ratings conversation with me just now? <laughs> I think I would rate this podcast... Um, Did you just call this a podcast? Yes. I would rate this podcast. I think this kid's brain is malfunctioning. E for everyone. E for everyone? Mm-hmm. I would rate it R. This is an R? For real, though. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're going to end this ramblings episode. Thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in. Uh, we really love having these episodes once in a while. I mean, mind you, this is only the second one, but it's nice sometimes to not have to have one set topic, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, to, to just have a conversation with this weird creature next to me here. You're a creature. I, I am definitely a creature, but you're a weird creature. Yeah, pretty much every living being on Earth is a creature, actually. That is true, yes. Human beings are still animals. Human beings are like a human crossed with a legume. Uh, what? <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember, you can always reach us uh, via email, uh, g101podcast at gmail.com. Find us on social media. At Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at g101podcast. Our website is geekology101.com. We will catch you guys in episode 99. Goodbye. Peace out, peoples. Much love. Game over.